You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. What do you do when you know your grandparents' house is haunted, yet they refuse to believe or listen to your story? That's what we're going to talk about today on Real Ghost Stories Online. Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That it is. 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. To share your real ghost story with us, right on the website, realghoststoriesonline.com. And of course, if you like the program, help keep this pirate ship afloat. Become an extra podcast person. We call them EPPs. You sign up at ghostpodcast.com. Or if you like the Patreon app, all the same contents over there, too. You can use Patreon to become an EPP. Patreon.com slash Real Ghost Stories. Sign up. Keep the show on the air. And uh, it'll make you feel special, warm, cuddly, and slightly tingly inside uh, when you become an EPP. That's a uh, a guarantee. Uh, Tony and Carol Hughes and... We have a bonus. My sister, Kathy. Yes, Kathy's hey, joining everybody. us. Thank you for having me back. Hey, thanks for coming back. You're, you, I think, actually have been one of our most requested guests. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. I just, you know, have to go out and live a little while and get more stories and then come back. Exactly, exactly. Well, welcome back. It's it's uh, great to have you on here. Um, I, I know we have a bunch of really creepy stories uh, from you that I, I'm very much looking forward to uh, to diving into. Um, I, I guess I, um, I, I'm debating here. Do you want to go first? You want me to have a, a listener go first? Cause you got a couple things let's, to share. Let's do listener first. Okay. 
Let's jump into one of those, and then we'll come back, and Kathy's got some great ones today. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number here at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Let's go to our first letter. It says, I've been a huge fan of the podcast for years now, but I've never shared. It all begins in the fall of 2015. My family was staying with my grandparents while we were in between houses. I was at school about two hours away, but when I came home for Thanksgiving, I could feel a change in the air of that house. The energy of their house was different. It did not feel ominous, just off. One night I was lying down in the den, and I felt someone looking at me. I often get this feeling and will sometimes do a complete 180. You're making eye contact with someone. I looked over to the doorway and saw nothing. My mind raced. I felt uneasy. I felt like I should be seeing someone, but there was no one there. I only saw the cabinets in the kitchen. I continued to watch TV and the feeling soon subsided. The next day I was talking to my mom and I asked her if she or my dad had come out of the guest bedroom to say goodnight, thinking that maybe I just mixed, uh, missed a, a quick passing by. And she said no. Told her it was odd that I could have sworn someone was there. She guaranteed me that was the case. Well, Ma and Papa are out of town. So is the house haunted? I said this jokingly. She did not seem too amused. She then filled me in on strange things that had been happening around the house. My father had seen mist and shadows. My mom and both my aunts had seen the figure of a man out of the corner of their eyes. Lights would not work for days and suddenly turn on when certain people got near them and sometimes people heard voices that could not quite make out who or where they came from. My grandparents are skeptical of ghosts and would have shrugged off events like this, so no telling if it were going on sooner. None of these experiences have been malevolent, so it leads me to believe this is my grandparents' par- my grandmother's parents. My grandmother lost her mother shortly before these events. I think their spirit may have been visiting or had a strong attachment to some of the heirlooms brought there. This is my best guess to describe what happened as the house was new when my grandparents purchased it. I've done some research on the supernatural and know that there are factors that can lead to a foreign presence haunting an area or an object, but I do not think that that is what has happened. The activity has slowed down over the years, but as recently as last Christmas, a man's face was caught on a selfie my aunts took together. I do not know if I'll ever find out what or who these spirits are. I'd like to hear your take on these events, see what you think it may be. Thanks for sharing my story, and I hope to share more on the show very soon. Well, Carol, thoughts? Well, Tony... You'll never find out who that was. No. Because that's kind of what everyone deals with. Like, mm-hmm. sure, I'd love to know who's haunting my house, or would I? But um, you know what I mean? I, d- I don't think there's a way you could ever confirm it. Mm-hmm. That's why I think that sometimes you just got to go with your what you feel. Sure. I mean, nothing can be proven, but, you know, there shouldn't be a guy in your aunt's selfies. No. You know, <laughs> who wasn't there. I mean, there's obviously something going on in the house. It is interesting where they said that the the grandparents never would talk about anything like that or didn't believe in any of that. So it really does open up the possibility that this stuff has been going on for far longer than than the uh, writer of the story even knows, just because it wasn't discussed or brushed off as, oh, it's just squirrels or something, you know. 
Uh, well, that, and there's a lot of grandparents that are like that. They do, they won't talk about anything. It's yeah. like, nah, we're fine. Yeah. It's like, no, you're not. You don't have heat, Grandpa. It's not fine. We're fine. <laughs> you know, they're just like, you could have a, a haunting, and if they're not acknowledging it, I don't know. It might be kind of like awesome way to live. Like then. <laughs> well, I I wonder if it's more that they were to protect the other family members wouldn't acknowledge it. Um, you know, uh, my mom to, and dad when we lived in a in a haunted house uh, would not really want to acknowledge it for fear it would we'd all get really afraid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they would act like, oh no, nothing's wrong. And then later they'd say, oh, my God, this thing happened, you know. Even though it took our mom, like, forever to acknowledge. she go, well, I do a pretty good mom impersonation. She's like, well, you know, it wasn't that bad. I mean, that one time something came running down the stairs and then they hit a ball out into the kitchen. But I I didn't think anything about it. (laughs) (laughs) Or every time the the food burned on the stove because somebody turned it up to hot. Like, well, the burner just turned on. I don't know how. <laughs> Why? It's it's interesting because you're you're right. Like that is such a true thing with folks of of certain generations. Is it just because their threshold of of horrible shit that they've been through is so high <laughs> that yes. that it's just like, yeah. Well, I saw they like the apparition came down the stairs and kicked the ball in the kitchen. Yeah, big yeah. deal. You know, <laughs> it's like it wasn't as bad as this. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I there was that one time. Yeah. Well, and then like grandparents, it's like, well, in the dust bowl, that was bad. You know, that apparition in the picture, whatever. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. You find yourself a dead guy. Right. <laughs> no, it's um, it, it it's it's an interesting thing when you think about that generationally. It makes me kind of wonder too. I mean, it's like all the the shit that we've been seeing the last you know twenty some years. Um, it, it, it makes you wonder, you know, are we going to have kind of a long lapse here in time where it, it's going to be relatively calm and it's going to be one of those things where it takes till the next, you know, grandchildren generation. They're like, they lived through COVID and they lived through this and that. Right. And, you know, and it's because it's, everything's been so calm, you know, relatively calm for so long. Um, without major, major incidents, you know, and then it's like, and then when the shit hit the yeah. fan, the shit hit the fan. And I'll just be like the most, the, don't get grandpa started. Cause he's going to start cursing. Like he curses about like the, the pet rabbits. Like, yeah, yeah, you're right. He does. It doesn't matter. Um, and like, let me tell you about that fucking time. You little asshole. <laughs> you don't know shit. You know, my, uh, one of my favorite uh, TV dads was red Foreman on, uh, that 70 show. It's just like, that's great. I just love the, uh, the bluntness of it. So anyway, uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Let's jump to another letter. It says, I recently started listening and thought I'd share a few strange experiences. To start with, I've always believed that there are things out there that we'll never be able to explain, things that are bigger than we can ever understand. For that reason, I've always kept an open mind about everything. There are a couple of experiences I'd like to share that have happened to me. I'll start with probably the most common, and that is sleep paralysis. Well, maybe not exactly sleep paralysis as I can move during the occurrences, but it is still intriguing nonetheless. As I'm drifting drifting off to sleep, you know, when you're not quite asleep yet, but not quite awake, I'll hear loud crashes, almost swearing that someone has broken into the house. Once I was drifting off, I saw an image of pots and pans 
falling on the floor. I heard a loud crash as they hit the floor. It sounded just like you'd expect. Pots and pans, the sound if you dropped them. I've only seen the image once, but lots of times I'll hear a loud noise. It'll be a very loud crash or almost whispering voices. I'll immediately wake up, sometimes jolt up, and my heart will be pounding. As I said, I do not really think it's sleep paralysis, but I can move. But it's always when I'm about to fall asleep. I also have this strange relationship with time. This probably happens to me about once a week. I'll wake up and look over at an alarm clock. It'll be exactly 3 a.m., not 3.01, not 2.59, but 3 on the nose. I sort of tested this out a few times. I'll wake up in the middle of the night and purposely not roll over and look at my alarm clock or my phone to check the time. I'll wait several minutes, and when I finally do look, it's 3 really creeps me out because I always think of 3 a.m. being the witching hour. One last thing I'll share. My husband and I have lived in a townhouse for two years. It was built about 40 years ago. Since it's not that old, I do not think it's haunted. I've never actually seen a ghost in my life, but something very unusual happened to me one morning. My husband leaves at 6.50 to go to work. I normally stay in bed until 7.30 before I get ready for work. One morning, he kissed me as he left for work. I'm still lying in bed with the covers over my face. The bedroom door is closed, which we do not normally close. The reason it was closed was to keep our new kitten in the room with us. We're trying to get the kitten slowly used to each room. Anyway, probably three or four minutes after I hear my husband close the front door to leave, I hear a knock on the bedroom door. It was four distinct knocks, one after the other. I called out his name, thinking maybe he came back and forgot something. He did not say anything. I uncovered my face and looked over at the bedroom door. I've heard the knocks again. I think it was four knocks. And again, one after the other. But I also saw the door move a little, as if someone at the other side of the door was there. It didn't startle me, because I was sure it was my husband coming back to get something, and the bedroom door was probably locked. I called my husband's name again and got out of bed. I opened the door, and no one was there. I called my husband and asked if he came back home, and he said no. I was trying to rationalize it, but it was the wind. Maybe the windows were open, it was not windy, and sounded exactly like knocking. The door moved. It was not my imagination either. My cat was lying on the bed and perked up, looked at the door. This really spooked me. Luckily, it's not happened again, and I've always made sure that the bedroom door is open from now on. Anyway... If this makes it on, I hope it's an interesting story. I'd love to know if something similar has happened to anyone else. Ladies? Kathy, she has a story like that. Really? About the waking up at the exact same time every night. You did yeah. in that old apartment that you lived in, and yeah. your alarm would go off. Yeah, but, the, and, but my alarm would go off at the exact same time each every night. And... Um, but it would turn on to the radio and it would just be real loud static. Mm -hmm. And it kept happening like at two o'clock in the morning, exactly two o'clock. And I would go and because it kept happening, of course, I kept checking when I would go to bed, make sure the alarm's not on, make sure it's set to a station. Right. Mm -hmm. And two o'clock it'd come on and it'd be just as super loud, like it's yeah. as loud as it could turn up. And that would happen, I'd say a couple times a week, you know, and it happened to you. Yeah, too. it happened to me. And I think I've shared this story before, but um, I think for me it was 4 a.m. Uh, it was three or four straight I up. Four. I think it was four. And like that 
person, I heard a really loud crash each mm-hmm. time. Like, what the hell was that? Like, something just fell off a wall or, yeah. you know, like a big, big crash. Of course, I was too terrified to get out of bed, but it was four in the morning. It was three nights in a row. Yeah. Four in the morning. Exact same time. And I'm weird like that, too. Like, I don't want my bedroom door all the way shut. I don't know why, but I need it open a little bit. I guess if something needs to get in, it will get in and not disturb me. I don't know. I want to ask, because maybe I misunderstood. Are are you saying, Carol, that you, too, had the static experience or you had the experience of the the crashing? crashing Okay, the crashing. I have, too. it was at Kathy's house in that same apartment. Okay. I was gone out of town. Okay. And Carol was staying there. Um, I was wondering if it was, except my next question was going to be if, if Carol had the static too, was, well, was this like at the same time? Like in, you know, the, actually it did happen one night when Carol was there yeah. and I was there because I, I told her she came mm-hmm. and I said, I keep having this weird thing happen. Yeah. And so she, so we had a full house. So Carol was sleeping. No, that's probably not even true because mm-hmm. when I went to her house the first time, I'm like, I will not sleep by myself. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> I will, like it. I will only sleep like, in bed with you. She goes, I want to <laughs> sleep in bed with you. And I'm like, okay. And so I said, I keep having this thing happen two o'clock in the morning. This thing goes off. And so we both checked it. It's off, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And, and go to bed. Same thing happened. Yep. Two o'clock in the morning. We both just sat up, you know, yeah. and, it's, and it was really loud too. And then it's like, Turn it off, and then nothing happened the rest of the night. Do you have any suspicions or guesses who, what, why, anything like that, Kathy? That apartment, I think there was more than one person there. Oh, yeah, that was the old funeral home. Okay. (laughs) And so that that, that was the one where we had, like, you know, we took pictures, and there were hundreds of orbs, not like. You know, a couple. There sure. were, you know, I was, I looked like the bubble girl. Yeah. You know. Well, and there that's we go. The same apartment that we did that episode with my nephew yeah. from that apartment. Yep. Yeah. That's the same place. I okay, I remember that. Yeah. That's funny. It's like we got I to the whole. I did want to say one thing though. Um, she did bring up the paralysis. Yeah. Yes. Um, one time I was a teenager, and um, we were just our, our family was living in a small apartment at the time. <laughs> And uh, I shared a room with my older sister and about, uh, you know, the, the witching hour, of course, time two or three or something in the morning, I opened my eyes and there was a man standing at the end of my bed staring at me. He was an older man, an old man. Of course, you know, at the time I was 15. So he's, he's by he's my right age 40. now. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway, he, he seemed old. Anyway, and he was old and like really hunched his shoulders and stuff. And he was just standing at the end of my bed staring at me and I could not move. I was, oh my God, I was so scared. And yet I could not do anything. Mm -hmm. I was totally paralyzed. This man is staring at me. And then all of a sudden I feel my body is being shaken and my older sister is there shaking me. And she goes, what is wrong with you? Like I woke her up because I was doing this kind of weird, like going, Oh, uh, uh," like I was trying to speak Mm -hmm. and trying to say something like help, you know, but I couldn't get it out because I was paralyzed. And, um, you know, and then he, you know, he just dissipated, but it was, you know, scary stuff. Yeah. 
The, uh, the, the part that resonated with me, and I, I found it interesting because I've looked into it before, is uh, the I'm about to fall asleep. I'm kind of in that state in between. And that obviously is where sleep paralysis happens quite often. Um, but it, it, they were describing the loud bangs. Uh, I have that every once in a while. It's been a long time, but there was a span of, I don't know, probably five to 10 years where it was a common occurrence for me and it was different houses every in, in, in multiple apartments and such. Uh, so I can't say it was anything to do with the paranormal, but I, I looked it up and there is something to that where when you are falling asleep, uh, your mind can just be kind of in that, that trigger place where it goes to the paralysis, to the, uh, you know, control. And it can also have auditory, uh, side effects as well, sounding like an explosion. Um, so that could be explained. And it, it has the strangest name. It's called exploding head syndrome. And ah. it, it almost sounds crazy, but it is. That's I don't know if that's the official, but that's what I've been. Everything I read about, it, that's what the, it calls it. Because it it these sounds, these explosions, these pots dropping. I, I've heard all of it as well. And I've had many times when I was single and I was having that happen. There's no one else in my house, no pets. Uh, you know, I'd be getting up and looking around like, what the hell? Um, and I, I can't say I've had it happen since then. Uh, but there was a time where it was going on a lot and it was creepy. It was cause it's so clear. It's so, so real sounding. Uh Tony, I'd like to find out how many of your listeners have the, um, when they're falling asleep, somebody touches them. I get that quite a bit. Really? Like, it'll feel like somebody maybe put their hand, kind of run it up my leg a little bit, okay. or I get somebody that moves my hair out of my face, yeah. that kind of thing. And it, it happens right at that, you know, I'm just starting to fall asleep and all of a sudden somebody touches my shoulder, it, you know, and it's a, you know, and the dog will... You sit up and, you know, it's not sure. just me. It's not you just know? you sensing it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's an, such an interesting place because I think there's a lot of things that are completely explainable in between that state because that's where real starts to feel or, or, or our mind and fake starts to feel real. And if you're kind of in that odd state, that's where that can be so um, confusing. But then when you explain that and you have all well, the dogs noticing this too, obviously there's he's seeing something that you're not. <laughs> and yeah. Other things I, are. I, I think I always thought that at that state we're just at our most receptive. Yeah, you know that we can hear things that aren't maybe necessarily of this realm. Sure, does that make sense? Yeah, and um, you know because I've I, I've had that happen quite a bit mm -hmm. yeah. where, um, but the weird thing about those where it it makes me jump, but then at the same time it oddly kind of feels like. Um, somebody cares about you sure the touch is such a way that it isn't like a not creepy no i mean it scares the crap out of you but it, it's always like somebody was you know like moved my hair out of my eyes to look at me or something you know or touched my leg just you know which is creepy i guess <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's nothing comforting about that but i'm just I'd gonna throw to that know out there how many listeners that happens to I, I, I would imagine quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting. I was just talking um, about uh, feeling something on your bed uh, earlier today in an episode. I was talking about my cat when I was a child, the, the cat that died. And um, I never had a cat that would sleep at the end of my bed again. But years after that cat died, or four years after that cat died, I, I should say, 
every night it would feel like that cat jumped up there and was doing and its that's thing. Such a dis- that's such a distinct it is. feeling, like the way a cat jumps up on a bed. Yeah. I was actually talking about that uh, with Harper on the air. Uh, my daughter, uh, who's, uh, she is now, we, we've decided something and it starts this weekend, uh, or I, it, it, we're recording this on the 9th of June. So I'm not sure if it's this weekend or not for you when you're listening to it, but we're going to try and make this as frequently as possible on the weekends. It may end up being every Saturday, real ghost stories online, uh, kids, uh, or kid friendly edition where it's, it's just like our normal show, uh, except the stories are you know, they're, they're scary. Uh, I'm not going to deny that, but we don't go like super demonic or anything of that nature. And I don't swear. And I also had to talk to Harper about not swearing because Harper is the co-host on that episode. Well, at least uh, they're not live, right? You can edit. Your- yes. That's good. That's a lot for you, Tony. It is. I know it. It really is, and it's a lot for Harper too. But she, uh, she's, she did her. She watched her language today. I tell you, it was. Uh, it was crazy. It was the first time. I mean, she's been on the show over the years, uh, you know, for a segment here and there. But it was the first time I've ever sat down with her, um, you know, as her being a, a co-host of a show and her t- having the understanding of how this works. Oh, my gosh. She was better than many people I've worked with in radio over the years <laughs> in terms of just getting cue, you know, just like knowing when to, to go and when not to go. Um, and it was just like, this is crazy. I'm, I'm oh, doing I a show with my little girl. So uh, watch for that uh, in the feed on uh, Saturdays of uh, the Real Ghost Stories online feed, wherever you uh, you download the program. Uh, so anyway, uh, Kathy, I know uh, Carol had mentioned some of the story to me, I think a couple weeks ago, if, if my memory yeah. serves me correct. Um, and, and with my memory, I don't remember any details of anything other than like the headline. Uh, but <laughs> something about a creepy ex-doctor visiting you but the thing is he's dead so just uh, to kind of okay well all right so i have moved to a new house everybody and let me interrupt every place kathy lives shit happens Uh so she had already told me about this house and she's like yeah there's like this guy that walks past (laughs) and and so i'm like kathy why do you tell me that now i can never stay at your house and um so when she started this story, I thought it was about the guy. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I'll get there. Okay, so um, I moved into a new house. Now, you guys, seriously, <laughs> this is a like a, a 60s ranch. Like, how scary can a 60s ranch with, <laughs> sure. a, with an attached garage be? I mean, seriously, right? And just chain link fence, you know. And so I move into this house. Now, honestly, just it's just for me, and there are four bedrooms. It's the parsonage of a church, okay? And um, not that I'm married to the minister or anything. They just were renting it out. So I, you know, I said, okay. And um, maybe I thought that would make me more safe. I don't know. And um, But I, you know, didn't think anything about it. Seemed perfectly fine and everything. And, oh, gosh, within a week or so of moving there, I'm in my bedroom making the bed, putting on clean sheets or whatever, middle of the day. And all of a sudden, there's a man standing in the doorway. And like, you know, you jump back like a mile and then you look up and nobody's there. But I mean, it was just so obviously, I mean, just somebody was standing there. Yeah. So I kept, you know, eventually started noticing some odd things like 
Um, I have a dresser that's right by the doorway and in entrance into the bedroom. And um, sometimes I would bring my uh, Bluetooth speaker in and set it on there when I'm getting ready for in the morning listening to NPR or something, you know. And um, I'd set it there. And as I walked through the doorway, I noticed that it would cut out and kind of do a <laughs> like that. But if I moved on past that area where that man was standing, it wouldn't do it. Yeah. But I mean, it 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 does it every single time. I can go to anywhere else in the house and it won't do it. But where that man was standing, it does it. And um, so then, uh, oh gosh, uh, you know, a couple, three weeks later or something, it happened again. I saw him standing in that same area again. And uh, same kind of stuff, like any electronics right in there, it, they, it messes up. And one time I, I walked in and I had a uh, picture hanging on the wall right in right around there. And it it had come off the wall, but in such a way, like in such force, it actually broke the picture. So like it didn't and it broke and it flew. It was like it flew off the wall. It was out into the room and like the frame was bent. Yeah. Like and there were other pictures on the wall. They're all fine. Like if something had happened, wouldn't they, Yeah, you know, but so, it was like this one per one picture was out in the middle of the room and Ben and I'm like, what in the world? Right. I have a picture. I have several pictures that sit on that dresser. Um, and one of them is my kids and I keep coming into the room and that picture is completely turned around and facing the wall. But I mean, that's not something I would do and no. all the other pictures on the dresser are fine like, Don't app with but it's kids. like somebody walks in now this would be right where that man was standing yeah like you know right there yeah and so the just these odd things like right in that one spot so you know um i did ha also see I, I actually saw him in another place the other day i went to open the garage door and a man was standing there and i jumped and he's not there anymore you know so that one was odd too anyway okay so <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so I'm one night I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sound asleep and I, I have a dream and I dreamt that I got up and I wanted a drink of water. And so I this is not unusual. This is totally like something I would do in the middle of the night. I mean, it was so real because it was so just like I was getting up in the middle of the night, walked down the hall, went over to the refrigerator, opened up the refrigerator and got a bottle of water out and was taking a drink of water. Sure. And all of a sudden I hear the front door shaking, like somebody's trying to get in yeah. like the door handle shaking and it's moving and you know, whatever. Yeah. And so I quick shut the refrigerator door. Cause that's the only light on. Right. Sure. And I, I, you know how in your dreams you're wildly brave, I guess. I don't know. And so I start slowly, very slowly walking over to the front door. And I'm kind of trying to peek to see if I can see anything out the windows or anything. And I can't. And I, I stand there and I could tell the doorknob is shaking. Like somebody's really trying to get in. Mm -hmm. And I back off and I'm, I'm look, staring at the doorknob. And then it quits. And... I reach over and touch it and it's completely calm and I peek out the window and there isn't anything. And I'm like, Oh, thank goodness. You know, it's gone, whatever that yeah. was. And then I hear something down the hall coming from my bedroom and I'm like, Oh no. Oh my God. No, he's in my bedroom. Right. So with your dog, yeah, my dog and my dog goes ballistic. 
in the dream. It, well, yeah. no, he didn't at all. That's the weird part. And normally, if there's any people at all in real life, my dog is just crazy, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm thinking in my head, oh my gosh, my dog, right? He's in my bedroom. Sure. So I'm running down the hall as fast as I can. I get to my bedroom, stop in the place where the weird man stands. <laughs> I stand there, and there's a man sitting on the corner of my bed. And he's older. I mean, I'd say he's 65, 70, right? And he's just sitting there and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing here? Mm -hmm. And he goes, I, I want to talk to you. And I said, no, you're not going to talk to me, you know? And, and so I'm saying, so I'm trying to get my dog who seems to not even get that there's somebody sitting in the bedroom. Like he seems fine. Yeah. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? And so I go, come here. My dog's name is Madden after the, um, Joe Madden, the Cubs manager. Anyway, okay, okay yeah. so we call yeah, ex-manager. <laughs> anyway, okay, so I'm Madden, come here, come here, come here. So finally I get him to, you know, I get him to come over, and he jumps up in my arms, and I'm holding him, and the guy keeps sitting there saying, I need to talk to you. And I said, never. And I guess I had brute strength because I took the dresser and I pushed it over <laughs> on top of him, and I ran out of the room, down the hall, and I get down the hall, and he's standing in the living room staring at me. And I'm like, what do you want? And he goes, I want to talk to you. And I said, you will never talk to me. And I open up the garage door and I run out the garage. I'm like, I'm hitting the garage door opener. I am going out into the night with my dog, right? And then I wake up. Okay, so it's a weird dream. And I just, normally, I never really tell dreams much because everyone's dreams are kind of stupid, you know, and you just kind of just go whatever. But it kept really bothering me for, you know, a couple days I was just like god that dream who was that guy and I kept thinking is it the guy I've been seeing in the house and I was like must have maybe you know and I was like this well I get um you know I, a couple days later I'm on Facebook and I'm just you know how you scroll down you're looking at the feed and whatever yeah and I see a picture and I'm like oh my my god that's the man Mm -hmm. And I look at it and I'm like, who is that man? You know, a little older guy, but that's the guy from my dream. And I look at it and it was a doctor that I'd had uh, 28 years ago. Yeah. And um, he was our doctor. He delivered all of my children, but um I, I had, but I had some kind of bad deliveries, and the my third child um, was it was horrific, and um, some things happened during the delivery that were um, I, I I don't want to go into too sure. much detail about it, but you know it was super traumatic for sure. me, and uh, I matter of fact he he something had happened prior to the delivery before mine that I didn't know about. Mm -hmm. um, and I think he was having post-traumatic stress. So he's trying to deliver the next baby and uh, he just couldn't. And he ended up Leaving. not, he, he ended up leaving the room and I said, Oh my God, you know, I'm having a baby and the nurses are like, where'd he go? Yeah. Like, why, you know, she's having it right now. It's crowning, <laughs> you know, and he just takes off and leaves. Anyway, it's a big long story, but um, some bad things happened to me throughout the deal. And uh, as a matter of fact, it was so bad that I wouldn't let him back in. And I said, uh, I called and I, 
I, even f- before I got back to my room, I'd called another doctor and asked him to take over. I said, I will never see that man again. Well, it was that man. And he was, he had come back. He died. That was Yeah, his he had died. It was his obituary. Yeah. And I'm looking at it and I'm going, that had to have been just that same day that he died or the next day, right in there. Yeah. And he had... And literally, it was him. It was that man. And he kept saying he wanted to talk to me. And um, I think that the last, I mean, he did, his office did call me and say that he had wanted to talk to me, but I refused. And I said, I won't, you know, I I won't have anything to do with him. And, uh, you know, I think he came back to try to maybe talk to me or Maybe tell me he was sorry. That's that's my theory. I think he was coming back to say, forgive me. Yeah. Because it was probably, he had trauma from the previous yeah. birth, and then he totally messed up that birth. Yeah. And I, it probably ate at him. But if you want someone's forgiveness or to ask for forgiveness, the way he did it was a super creepy way. <laughs> coming back as it goes. Well, 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 I don't know. Maybe, you know, at the end, you got to make, you know, make amends before can you can go. I don't know. But uh, it was, it, it, it was bizarre. And when I saw that yeah. picture on Facebook, I thought you could have just knocked me yeah. over. Like, oh I mean, gosh. I was just in shock. In, like, the, the that's le- the man that was in my dream. And I kept telling him, I will never talk <laughs> to you. you. No, the, you ain't getting my forgiveness. The lesson there is if your doctor's office calls uh, for an old doctor that didn't had something horrible go wrong, take the call and uh, <laughs> and uh, and just be good with that. Otherwise, they're coming back as a ghost. So Exactly. Yeah. Talk it out yeah. Yeah. in person when yeah. you're both alive. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Wow. Well, that... Uh... Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. I, d- I don't think it was the other guy. You know, I, I, I think they're but totally she, unrelated. So when she was telling me the story, I'm like totally creeped out all the way through the story. And I'm assuming it's a guy she's been having problems with who just randomly shows up. Nope, it's a lot and of guys coming and going out of her place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so anyway, so that has been, that was, um, yeah. You got the ghosts. I mean, you you definitely do. It, it, it's always you know it's interesting when we talk about these things because you're always like, uh, you, you got to think. Well, is it is it each individual location that you're going to that's haunted, or is it just uh, do all these locations have this? Regardless, there's just certain individuals that are able to pick up on you it. And like you and I have talked about that before, yeah. and I've said it before. I think Kathy, it's just where she goes. <laughs> <laughs> I do. It's just like she's able to pick up on it. I mean, there's probably others that can too, but it's just not, you know, that many. And that that's why it, it, it ends up uh, feeling like it's You would it's be a haunted. great ghost hunter. Well. <laughs> <laughs> you would rock Wait. that profession. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. No, I, I just, I like, I do think that there are people that are just more open or like we talked a little bit ago um that we are all more open when we just are at that place between sleep and sure. being awake yeah and so i think we all have experiences right within that realm yeah but sometimes and i think a lot of times it happens to me when my mind is when my when i'm kind of clear uh-huh. like i'm just not i'm doing something that's so mundane like making my bed mm-hmm. that i'm you know kind of doing it empty headed and it kind of allows that in a little bit Sure. And then I see somebody standing there, you know. Um, yeah, but, but then when I snap to and come back to, you know, 
back to the regular reality, they they disappear. Yeah. It's uh, it's always very interesting when you talk about these topics because it just it just spiders out, you know. <laughs> it's a, it could be this, it could be that. I mean, it, it's just it it's always interesting everyone's take and concepts on uh, on all this stuff. Uh, Kathy, thank you so much for coming on this episode uh, of Real Ghost Stories Online with uh, oh, with thank Carol. You. Oh, thanks for having me back. That was super fun. Uh, it's always great having you. You're always about welcome anytime. Uh, that wraps up the program for today. If you want to keep us on the air, become an extra podcast person and. Sign up ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Five bucks a month gets you access to all the bonus material, new stuff every single week. Until next time, for Carol, I'm Tony. Thanks for listening to Real Ghost Stories Online. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.